Hi, guys, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Sister Find Yourself podcast. I am your host, Corky Nelson, and I am jumping right into the topic of today's episode, and that is discipline and consistency. Basically, these two things are doing ordinary things for an unordinary amount of time, creating extraordinary results. By definition, discipline is the ability to do hard or ordinary things even when there's no motivation. Consistency, the ability to do those things for an unordinary amount of time. Now, here's the dilemma because there's always a dilemma. Those two voices that are in our heads every single day. You got, I've seen cartoons where there's like this angelic looking figure on the left shoulder and there's this little mini devil on the right shoulder. And that's just that constant internal struggle that we can have when we are not at the point that we want to be. So one voice may tell you, Girl, stay in the bed. Let today be a chill day. Uh, binge your favorite reality show on Netflix or do it tomorrow. That do it tomorrow, procrastination, self-sabotage 101. And I'm just as guilty as everybody else. And that's why I'm late this week with this episode. But the more I started thinking about it, I was like, the only way to get it done is to do it. And you've got to be consistent. That is so very important in every walk of your life, disciplined and consistent. And then there's that other voice, the voice of intention. It doesn't tell you anything. It asks you something. And what it asks generally should be, what can I become, create, achieve, build if I get up show up and work for it. That is gold. Work is the key. Today, thanks to social media, we are able to see success stories all around us. And let me not just say social media. Let me say the internet because online businesses are absolutely booming. So it's exciting to see so many people thriving as a result of something they create it. If you want to change the future, create it. Since 2020, statistics show that applications to start new businesses have skyrocketed. And I know that that probably is due in part to the pandemic and the fact that so many people lost their jobs or were laid off for extended periods of time. Necessity is the mother of invention. And People, especially those who had an entrepreneurial spirit anyway, decided, you know what? I'm not going to let this happen to me again. I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to create my own future. I'm going to create the life I envision for myself. So these are real success stories, but the work has to be done. The only place success comes before work is in the dictionary. (laughs) You got that one? Okay. There's no elevator to the top. Speaking of success and rising to the top, uh, those are relative terms. They look different for different people. Success for me might be 
a thousand downloads per podcast episode. For someone else, it could be getting dinner on the table by 7 p.m. or saving up enough money to attend a masterclass on a subject they're passionate about. I cannot impress upon you enough the importance of utilizing the gifts of others. Life coaches, health coaches, business coaches. These people help you identify your strengths and they encourage you to use those strengths to address your concerns. Increasing your knowledge of self. I used to be the world's worst naysayer about paying for master classes because I'm pretty versed in the internet and I always felt like, you know, I'll just research it for myself. I'll do my own due diligence and that's fine. But getting in a room where there are people who have achieved a level of success that you're looking to mimic is super important. Don't skimp on doing the things that you need to do to be the best possible success story for yourself. You're able to identify and uh, discover your life's meaning and purpose. And yep, there that word is again, purpose. What is it? Can we get it on Amazon? No, of course not. Your purpose is or should be the central motivating aim in your life. The reason you get up every morning and no, is not to go to work every day for the rest of your life. Think bigger. Dream bigger. Purpose should guide your life's decisions. Your purpose should guide your life's decisions, influence your behaviors, shape your goals. It should give you direction and create meaning. If you're having a hard time figuring out your purpose, figure out what you're passionate about. I was talking to a friend the other day and she is in the nursing profession and she doesn't know whether she wants to start her own business, continue working at the job that she's currently employed at or go into teaching full time. And I already knew because we've had this conversation before, but I asked her, what are you passionate about? And she's truly passionate about teaching. So I was like, well, there you have it. Look at ways that you can do that. Patient education, that's one way. Maybe going full-time as far as um, academia is another way. Or maybe even consulting. It's just so many different things in this profession that we can do um, that would definitely provide an avenue for us to share our gifts with other people. So you also have to think about what really matters to you. The fact that all of us are alive means we've all been given a reprieve to think deeply about that question and how we'll use what matters to us in service to ourselves and other people. And I, I when I was writing that, I was like, I really like that because when I do these episodes... It's always for my audience, but it's also for me. It keeps me grounded. Um, doing the research and, and sitting down and, and writing my notes for each episode helps strengthen and build and encourage me. 
So again, service to ourselves and other people. Sharing our passion is part of our purpose. About, no, uh, in 2024, May of 2024 to be exact, I will have been a nurse for 30 years. And I bring this little story up because we're talking about passion and purpose. Nursing is not something that I ever aspired to do. As a child, I wanted to be a lawyer. I was going to major in criminal justice, go on to law school. But life, as it often does, got in the way. So I graduated high school, missed out on several different scholarships, wound up meeting the man that would be my first husband. We had a baby. I started working and boom, before you know it, five years had flown by and I had to make a decision. And what I decided to do was stop just surviving and start thriving. And your story and timeline may not look like mine. Maybe it's only been a year for you. Maybe it's been 20. Just know that it's never too late to be what you might have been. Let's go. It's never too late to be what you might have been. And discipline and consistency will get you there. Doing what is required over and over and over Again, it leads to depth, improvement, and growth. When you lead yourself well, you make promises to yourself that impact your everyday life. I know you've all heard that there's a difference in a manager or a a leader or a supervisor, and there is. All managers aren't leaders. All supervisors aren't leaders. But leaders can be all of those things. Doing that work is discipline. Rinsing and repeating is consistency. And it's what great habits are made of. Your actions become second nature. Start thinking from the inside out as opposed to thinking from the outside in. That's one um self-improvement tactic that I have utilized since I attended a master class a couple of years ago. You have to take ownership of your feelings and your emotions because as quiet as it's kept, the closer you are to the problem, the closer you are to the solution. So I'm going to break down the difference on thinking from the inside out as opposed to thinking from the outside in. About a year ago, I was working from home and I had a 45 minute break. So I needed to run a couple of errands and then get back home so that I could get in front of my computer to to conduct the video visit. So I got in the car, I made my first stop. And when I got in, I was on a first name basis with one of the employees. We had talked several times because I had frequented this place many, many times. And I knew that her father had been sick. So I asked her how he was doing. And she told me that he had passed away. He had had a long battle with cancer. And she talked about family. She talked about her father. She talked about how she was feeling. She talked about what her future looked like. She just poured a lot out that morning. And I stayed a little bit longer than I should have. But I wouldn't have changed a thing. So when I hopped in the car, time was really running out. I had one more stop to make. When I got to, it was the UPS store. When I got to the UPS store, 
the line was to the door. I'm like, what? God, are you serious right now? So I, I got, went into panic mode. When I'm like, what am I going to do? I'm not going to make it back home in time. I can't conduct my visit. I'm going to be late, blah, blah, blah. And then I stopped for a minute and remembered thinking from the inside out as opposed to thinking from the outside in. And at that time, I was thinking from the outside in. I started looking back on the amount of time I had spent at the first place. I should have cut her off. I should not have stayed in there that long. I shouldn't have even asked her about her father. And then I started thinking about the people in the UPS store. Why is everybody here? Does anybody work? What is really going on? And so before I had a complete breakdown, I said, wait a minute. I'm doing this the wrong way. Let me take this and start thinking from the inside out. And what I said was, okay. I have my tablet in my car. I have a hotspot on my phone, so I'll be able to use that for my internet connection. Let me just step out of this line, walk outside, get in my car, conduct my visit via my tablet, and problem solved. All that panicking that I did, all those excuses that I made about, I shouldn't have done this, she shouldn't have talked so much, all these people shouldn't be in this store. None of that had anything to do with me solving the problem. So once I conducted my visit, I got back out of the car, went back in the UPS store and was able to just patiently wait, pleasantly, problem solved. We have to start doing more of that, which is another thing that I want to share with you briefly about thinking from the inside out. Maybe it'll it'll be a better example. We often hear people say, she made me mad. He makes me sick. Um, Things of that nature. Stop giving your power away because people can't make you feel anything. It's your choice. Eleanor Roosevelt, one of my favorite quotes is by her. And it's, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Another one that I have heard recently that's pretty much gone viral is Deion Sanders. Please don't let my confidence offend your insecurities. People can't make you feel anything. It's your choice. And that's why that count to 10 mental reset is so important. Just the act of breathing in deeply, resetting, processing what we're facing ushers in mental clarity and direction. And now, don't get me wrong, it's not always kumbaya. And I know there is somebody out there who is always going to test your gangster. It's inevitable. And sometimes 10 seconds just is not enough. You may need an entire day. I'm not, I'm not going to even say 20 seconds. You may need an entire day. And that's okay because it brings me to my next point. Everything does not require an immediate response. Today, we have the ability to respond instantaneously to a multitude of things, text messages, emails, comments on social media. Y'all have seen the battlefield in the comment section on social media. People who don't know one another from Adam or Eve spend hours going back and forth with each other. Why? (laughs) Where they do that at? So, What you have to do is realize that it's okay to take the time that you need to respond in a manner 
best suited for your mental health. My mother during the, it was either the 2016 or the 2020, I love you, mama, uh, election cycle, presidential election cycle. She would literally turn furniture over trying to run back to the comment section to go back and forth with people that she didn't know. I really think she found it entertaining because at her age, <laughs> we're not doing too much, but just perusing Facebook. Um, but yeah, you've just, and another takeaway is sometimes no response is a response. So always check yourself and do things that are best for your mental health. So now back to discipline and consistency. How do you start practicing this? You set goals and you hold yourself accountable no matter what. Rinsing and repeating over and over and over. And it's not always easy anytime you take on a new ritual or a habit. But once you become more disciplined and understand the importance of being consistent with it, like I said previously, it becomes second nature. Now, the one thing that I want you to remember is to always extend yourself grace. We generally always show up for other people when they make mistakes omissions, just (laughs) F-ups. It's okay. Sis, you got this. It's going to be all right. Girl, don't even worry about it. Blah, blah, whatever, whatever. But we will not extend that same grace to ourselves. To err is human. To forgive is divine. Please, when you are on your journey of self-improvement and self-discovery, Give yourself grace because with growth and change and both of those things can sometimes be painful. You have got to factor in the reality that you're going to mess up. I mean, it's a given. So always extend yourself grace. So that is the episode for today, guys. Discipline and consistency. And I have held myself accountable because This episode is actually late for this week, but I was bound and determined to get it done before the week's end. So thank you all so much for tuning in. Please continue to subscribe, like, and rate the podcast. And as always, until next time, take care. 